Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. Lisa Newell publishes the Gulf Breeze News. The paper comes out every Thursday. It's really a good resource for understanding the events going on, uh, not just in Gulf Breeze proper, but in South Santa Rosa in general, but certainly uh, in Gulf Breeze. Lisa, welcome back to the show. Howdy, howdy. How's everybody over there? Yeah, we're doing good. Lou Ferrigno is in the building, so we're going to be talking to him a little bit later, so we're kind of excited about that. Always fun to Ooh. talk to the Hulk. Um, okay. this is kind Don't of a, make him mad. Oh, no. it's it's he's such <laughs> you a sweetheart. Will not like him if he gets mad. He's so sweet. Um, <laughs> they're looking for big old live oaks. Is that right? That's right. There is a contest going on in Golf Breeze and in the outside of the city Golf Breeze three two five six one three two five six three, which also includes Pensacola Beach. But um, for live oaks, probably they will be mostly found on the peninsula, and there is a contest to see. Who has the biggest live oak? And it's not just uh, – so there's a prize for the biggest live oak found on private property in Gulf Breeze or in outside of Gulf Breeze. Uh, for anyone who's under 15 who identifies it, there's another one for anyone who's 16 and over. There's also a prize for people who have the most live oaks on their residential property. And uh, that goes for both 32561 and 32563. All of it is to – draw attention to the fact that the Gulf Breeze Area Historical Society is raising funds for the renovation of the Benson House to turn it into a museum and a meeting place. And they're hoping that by March 1st, they will be able to have part of that building ready for meetings and for, um, you know, uh, for certainly for their meetings, which are once a month, and they have nice speakers, but also for anyone else who wants to rent that space and then they're going to also have some displays, and there are some of the artifacts from the people who founded Gulf Breeze, the Bensons. And cool. they were pack rats. They kept everything. They had an amazing life. Uh, so many things that they have kept that are of worth not just significant value to the people in Gulf Breeze, but from, for, the, for America. So lots of interesting things going on there. No, I love it. And I love the idea of trying to figure out, you know, which ones are the biggest, the best, and that's going to lead to great pictures and all that. I'm, I love it. Um, big meeting uh, happened about the Navarre Access Road, right? Yes, it's very controversial because a lot of the a lot of the ideas that they have, and they've really presented three, and someone else printed, presented another uh, alternative. They really had a lot of maps and, and out, and they had people inside. They even had protesters outside hmm. saying that they didn't want a certain route. Um, yeah, so we had the whole story. It's, I thought about how to condense that down for this, for me talking to you. Lots of information in the, in the Gulf Breeze News reported by Pam Brannon. She was there. She's got uh, so much information. So if you want to know more about it, this is going to be something that affects you. And I know that a lot of people do believe there is too much traffic on Highway 98. But right. where to put the bypass road is the question. Well, it's Because you don't want to disturb these neighborhoods. Right. It's the basic problem of you already have things built in those areas. And if you turn one of those neighborhood roads into a throughway, even if it's a, a slower, but still faster, right, both, you know, in between the two speed limits, 
that's going to disrupt quality of life on those streets. I, I, I get it, but you know, the alternative is keep things how they are. Keep things how they are. You know, like isn't that really the answer either? Not so sure. East Bay Boulevard. Yeah, yeah well, that, but that's, that's a bypass. long way around. Yeah, and, it is. You know, so uh, let's see. Oh, we got the new city council member who got sworn in and participated, right? Brittany Simpson is now officially a member of the Gulf Breeze City Council. She was sworn in. She and her family came, and we got a nice picture of her taking the oath. So she will now be a part. In fact, I believe she was there at the first meeting on Thursday, on Tuesday. Uh, so she's now we now have a full quorum. Very good, and we really appreciate her stepping up, you know, for that job, which does take a lot of time researching and visiting and speaking to people, and they pay one dollar per year. So it's truly a volunteer position. And uh, so she's taking over for Todd Torgerson, who resigned because of the Form 6 requirement. It is way oh. below minimum wage when you calculate it on a per hour basis. Uh, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, new city council member um, uh, or city council member giving testimony. What's this all about? That was uh, Sam Parker at the county commission meeting. He really uh, shared his faith to a degree that's not normally seen at a County meeting, in fact, invited everyone to join him at church. So uh, twice that was newsworthy. Yeah, twice he's in <laughs> in the in the beginning and then right at the end. And then Carrie Smith was like, "Well, I don't want to let you not invite me to my church too." You know, <laughs> it was kind of a who could. It was a bit of a church off between the two of them. Uh, you know, uh, that was kind of an interesting moment. Uh, still no football coach, is that right? That's why they just can't decide who they're going to hire. And so right now, of course, we need to start thinking about spring training. And they really, really need to get someone in uh, in that position. So I'm sure that they are frantically uh, interviewing people at this moment. So if you know of anyone uh, who wants to put their head in the, in the ring, uh, tell them to contact Gulf Breeze High School Principal Sarah Barker. <laughs> Definitely. And what is this about a golf tournament that's going to help pay off people's school lunches? Well, we had a great we have a great story about that. Surprisingly, right now there is a huge backlog of kids owing uh, money for their school lunches and we found out that if a kid comes to school hungry they're going to get a lunch and it's not just going to be a a sandwich they are going to get a full hot lunch and normally they have like maybe a ten thousand dollar deficit usually they have forty one thousand dollar deficit so they're being creative and they're going to host a golf tournament in april to hopefully get sponsorships and people playing and they're going to try to raise the money to pay off that debt. Uh, it is really interesting, the story that Melanie Carmody did about this. I learned a lot about school lunches mm. and what they can do and what they cannot do. And we certainly don't want to see these kids going hungry because that's going to affect their performance yeah. in school and their behavior in school. So it's in everyone's interest to have these kids uh, well-nourished. So I really hope that people do support this golf tournament. We are going to be one of the sponsors. I'm sure that you guys are always so involved in everything. Probably will too. Oh, that's no. I love that idea. That's wonderful. Uh, Lisa Newell, publisher of the Gulf Breeze newspaper, comes out every Thursday. You get a little taste preview in the interview that we do with her beforehand. Lisa, as always, a pleasure. We'll talk to you again next Thursday. Okay, Andrew, and I hope to see you in the breeze. You bet. Eight seventeen on News Radio ninety two three. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake. All right. I. <clears throat> Excuse me, cough. I one ten southbound at Chase Street. That's exit. I, I love that you don't control it. I, I love that you, <laughs> you mm. don't actually have the sound I, effect. I don't have it. Cough. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I need that. I need that sample. You'll never have it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I-110 southbound at Chase Street. That's exit 1B, the Civic Center exit, the ramp right behind the Bay Center. Left lane was blocked earlier this morning from an accident. Uh, crews are still on the scene clearing that out. Uh, Highway 98 westbound getting through Tiger Point is a little bit slow. Also getting through proper is going to be a little bit of a slowdown. Getting by the Chick-fil-A westbound and getting onto the bridge through the school zone at Gulf Breeze High School. If you see anything else out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That number is 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Hey, if you're thinking about buying or selling a home, maybe, you know, for the first time ever, or maybe you're upgrading, you're acquiring two, three, maybe more. You're trying to get a rental, an Airbnb, whatever. I don't, I don't know, you know, I, I, I don't know what you're into, but that's the point. Christina Lemmer can help you with all of it. It might even be a bad circumstance, and I mean, I hate to talk about it, but people go through divorce and they need to sell a home. Somebody passes away and you got an estate sale and you need to sell a home. How do you do that? Well, it's a little bit different, especially if you got multiple like you know siblings who are kind of maybe not all completely on the same page about stuff. This is stuff that they deal with, and her philosophy is: if I don't know how to do something, I'm going to learn how to do it. We're going to do it the best so that we can take care of people's needs and solve the problems they've got. That's her attitude. She loves to sit down with people and talk about real estate and explain things. And if she can be of help, great. Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leavenworth Realty, 723-9158. It's game time. And if you want the best party platters, meats, and deli items for college or NFL games, Costello's Butcher Shop and Deli is the place to meet up and wine all you want. That's right. Costello's will have it all ready for you. All you got to do is call ahead. Choice to Wagyu, chicken, pork, and prime rib to fine wine, cheese, and desserts, boar's head lunch sandwiches, and the best exotic meat selection of the Gulf Coast. Italian family hospitality at its best. It's Costello's Butcher Shop and Deli, a great place to meet up on the west side of Pensacola. Beginning March 5th, Sunbelt Conference basketball returns to Pensacola, Florida for the men's and women's championships. Book your seats at the Pensacola Bay Center. Session tickets are on sale now. The 2024 Sunbelt Basketball Championships from the stunning Florida Panhandle in Pensacola, March 5th through the 11th. Go to Ticketmaster.com for the best in college basketball postseason action. Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. And now, during the final days of our President's Day sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus 10% off all bases. Ends Monday. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. Local experts share their expertise on the Pensacola Expert Panel. It's Pep Talk on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I wasn't the best because I killed quickly. I was the best because the crowd loved me. Win the crowd and you'll win your freedom. Or the presidential preference primary. It was a Friday night, I walk alone to get the feeling right. We started making out and she took off my pants, but then I turned on the TV. And that's about the time she walked away from me. Uh, Blink-182 is a guilty pleasure for me. It is. It's good stuff. It's clever. And I love all the, uh, the, 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 the genre in general. The um, sardonic, ironic, satirical, punk 
stylings of way they tell stories and make jokes and you know I, 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 yeah. the whole thing I'm into it 822 on news radio 92.3 all right let's uh let's talk about digging holes on the beach so a child died another child went to the hospital because they dug a hole too deep and the sides collapsed in on them and now the proposal apparently is um to ban metal shovels on the beach navarre beach and also to uh it didn't happen here but you know reacting to the story and uh, make it so you have limitations on how big you can dig the holes, right? What, what is it? Two feet deep, three feet wide. David, is that the? Uh, do I have that right? Is that the number that yes, they're working th- with? Yes, uh, three feet deep, two feet wide. Okay. Um, life is full of danger. Life is full of risk, and even beaches. You know, people get sunburned. People get stung by jellyfish. People get dehydrated, and obviously, we know that people do drown on our beaches. Um. We don't need a new law to tell people whether they can dig a hole in the beach. And I'm, I'm, I, you know, we don't go to the beach that often, but we do take the shovel with us. I, my boys like to dig holes and build sandcastles and make things, and we always fill it in because that is always what you should do because otherwise you create problems for other patrons or for the lifeguards or for the turtles or whatever. That's just being a good steward. You don't leave your mess. But that's like... I don't know. Other than being in the water, that's the most fun you can have. So everything you do is going to carry some kind of risk to somebody. Is it terrible that it happened to that? Of course it is. Of course it Didn't we just have this conversation yesterday about freedom carries risks, but you don't create a rule to take away all the risks because freedom went wrong in one particular case. I mean, Everything is like that, right? You know, let's get rid of the motorcycles. Get rid of the bicycles are dangerous. Let's get rid of rock climbing and skydiving. You know, no more. I was, you know, I was at this meeting yesterday for the Chamber of Commerce for the um, uh, State of the Economy. And out the back window of the Yacht Club, I was watching these kids playing on the playground. And this one kid who might have been, I don't know, nine, eight, somewhere in that vicinity, he was having a good time on the swings. He's a boy playing on the swings. What was he doing, Jake? Oh, he was probably jumping out of the swing. Indeed he was. That's what I love. Indeed to he do. was. He would get up speed, swing, 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 jump. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of times he fell down. Mm-hmm. And it was the most beautiful thing I watched all day. It was so cool. I'm like, look at that kid being a kid, doing what they're supposed to do. No, no, no jumping off the swings. You might break your leg. You might twist an ankle. You might, you know, get a scar. You you, you could fall and you could get a twig in the eye and then you lose an eye. Is it really worth losing an eye over just some dumb fun of jumping off a swing? Yes. Yes. That's the whole point is that if you take it, it's like that Vision Zero thing yesterday. We can try to create a bubble wrap world in which nothing bad can ever happen to anybody. Or we can embrace a world in which there's risk, there's danger, and people prosper and enjoy. And, you know, they climb across trees that are falling down across the river. And they run the risk of falling into the river. But they also learn how to manage risk and be adventurous and have a thrill and do something difficult. Is digging holes on the beach the most important thing in the whole world? Of course it's not. But are we going to regulate everybody into such a condition of safety that nothing bad can happen to anybody anywhere? I Look, I, I'm trying real hard not to be 
particularly targeted in my criticism here because I'm sure that the person who is offering this, I don't know this person, but I'm sure they're a decent, conscientious person. They just want the best for the public and all that. But no, (laughs) no, stop ruining everything. 437-1620. Feel free to disagree with me. 437-1620. Jake's got traffic on the fives. All right. If you're on I-110 South this morning, uh, the Chase Street exit, that's exit 1B Civic Center, the ramp right behind the Bay Center. That left lane is blocked from an accident earlier this morning. We have crews on the scene clearing that out. You'll have to be in the right lane to get by. Also slowing down 98 westbound getting through Tiger Point, the light at Avalon Garcon Bridge there. And also 98 westbound in Gulf Breeze proper getting by the Chick-fil-A and uh, Gulf Breeze High School. We have a lane closure there westbound and the school zone for Gulf Breeze, so that will be a little bit slow there. Uh, Otherwise, around town, we're looking good. Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace is good, and Highway 29 south through Cantonment is accident-free. If you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That number is 437-1620. I am Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, I mean, just close the beach. Stupid beach. You got shark attacks. You got people drown. It's why do we even let people go on the beach? They can't be trusted to manage their own risk. Why do we even have lifeguards? Waste of money. Just close the beach. Barricade it. Barricade it. Tear up the the parking lot. Just get rid of it. It's a bad thing. It's a horrible. No, I mean obviously I'm satire. You know sarcasm, but that's you've got to push back on this stuff you know i a long time ago uh, i met a woman who became a sort of friend i just haven't talked to her in a long time but her name is lenore skenazy and um you know her book that she came out with about a decade or 15 years ago was called free range children and the basic idea is stop helicoptering your children into incompetence you know let them ride the subway in new york city let them walk home from school let them ride their bike let them oh god a little bit of risk yeah or else they never become adults and we have a whole generation, more than, you know, you make the joke like when we were kids, we'd go out riding our bike and we'd come back. Well, do you let your kids do that? And what's the byproduct of not? Well, you don't know what could happen. No, I do know what could happen. Bad things could happen. Bad things also happen when you don't ever let them risk bad things happening. 828 on News Radio 923. Uh, we got David Wayne in the newsroom with our headlines. David? The uh, sexual assault case against Aerosmith frontman Steven Tyler has been dismissed. Tyler had vehemently denied the accusations by former teenage model Gian Bellino that that he had assaulted her. The alleged assaults were said to have taken place in the 1970s when she was 17 years old. A U.S. district judge ruled yesterday that Bellino's case did not qualify for a New York City law that extended the statute of limitations. And Tiger Woods' 15-year-old son now looking to compete on the PGA Tour. Uh, Charlie Woods is going to be playing in Thursday's pre-qualifier for the Cognizant Classic at the Lost Lake Golf Club in Hobe Sound. Uh, Four players will be earning spots in that tournament uh, next weekend. The younger Woods has competed uh, alongside his dad in previous years. Tigers even caddied for him a few times. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. Hey, if you're 64 turned 65 or you're retiring, uh, you're going to change over how you do your health insurance from whatever you've been doing most of your life, probably, to uh, being on Medicare. And you might think, well, that's weird. It's different. I don't know. I got questions. What's advantage? What's supplement? What's Medicaid? Does Medicaid apply to me? I, yeah, what's prescription drug coverage? All Okay, good questions. 
Don't ask me. It's not my field. But do ask my friend Ricky Stewart because she'll take care of you. She, Her whole family does insurance. This is the one slice of it that she does, and she can just help you make that transition. She's helped so many uh, other listeners just like you make that transition. So if I were 64 or retiring, I would definitely be calling her 341-2185. Plus, she's such a sweetheart. You're going to love her. All right. Hey, coming up next, we have our frivolous topic. We're also going to have Lou Ferrigno in the house, so stick around for that. Uh, Valerie's House 2024, the Leap Class 2024 is helping Valerie's House with a uh, bunch of things. If you want to make a donation to them, newsradio923.com. Also, the Furball 2024, the Furball, the annual uh, Humane Society Furball comes up March 16th. Black Tie Affair. Find out more at newsradio923.com. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. There's a major cell phone outage reported across the United States. Not everywhere, but in areas coast to coast. It's AT&T's network. Other carriers say some of their customers are having problems calling or texting people on different networks. The company releasing a statement saying some of our customers are experiencing wireless service interruptions this morning. We're working urgently to restore service to them. We encourage the use of Wi-Fi calling until service is restored. What caused the problem? We still don't know. Fox Business Correspondent Jerry Willis. New unemployment claims are down. New claims for unemployment benefits dropped 12,000 last week to 201,000. It's a smaller than expected number of people signing up for benefits and the low level in five weeks. Fox's Jenny Casola stocks are higher to start the trading day on Wall Street. It's the last day of early voting in the South Carolina Republican primary happening Saturday. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 831 at News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Beautiful morning here in Pensacola. 63 degrees. It is it looks like mostly cloudy right now. And the Escambia School Board says you can now officially remove the interim label from Superintendent Keith Leonard. I, I just want to thank the superintendent for you came in to a, a little bit of a briar patch and you moved forward. And uh, I, I, I'd like the direction you're taking us in. I, and I'll be there to support you all the way, sir. That was from Tuesday night's school board meeting. And the board did unanimously approve a contract which will pay a base salary of $172,250 per year through June 30th of 2027. That contract also allows for an automatic 18-month extension if there's no action taken by the board. Leonard was named as the interim superintendent in May following the firing of Dr. Tim Smith. Well, over the last month, the Escambia School District has received a lot of criticism all over the country over the review of nearly 2,000 books that are found in schools and libraries. Uh, the list of critics includes late-night hosts Jimmy Kimmel and Stephen Colbert. The Lord does not give you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. So pray that prayer every night, read that verse, have no fear, keep marching on, and protect our children. Thank you all. God bless you all. And keep up the good work. And that, of course, Santa Rosa County Commissioner James Calkins, who was at Tuesday night's school board meeting. Besides the ongoing review, the district also is wrapped up in a lawsuit that was filed last year by Pan America, Penguin Random House, several authors, and also some local parents. The Florida Highway Patrols made an arrest after Tuesday's deadly motorcycle crash on North New Warrington Road. 33-year-old Byron Pineda is accused of driving with a suspended or revoked license. Jail records also indicate there's a hold for Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Investigators say Pineda was driving on North New Warrington when he merged into the path of the motorcycle. The 
motorcyclist was thrown into the median. He was pronounced dead at the scene of that crash. Officials in Santa Rosa County might be considering limiting the size of the holes you can dig on the beach. Now, this comes after the tragic death of that young girl in Broward County. She was caught in a sandhole collapse uh, in South Florida this week. Lifeguards have submitted a proposal to ban metal shovels and limit the holes you can dig to three feet deep and two feet wide. I just think that we just need a clear clear direction on uh, what should be limited based on data. Navarre Beach Fire Rescue Chief Austin Turnbull, he says six-foot holes can be extremely dangerous, especially for small children. That's exactly what happened this week at Lauderdale by the sea. The young girl died. Her brother is still in the hospital after that hole collapsed. Well, Rick Scott's not happy with President Biden's plan to forgive more student loan debt. Biden announced yesterday that he's erasing over a billion dollars in debt held by around 150,000 borrowers. Senator Scott tweeting that it's a reckless handout and a slap in the face to millions working their butts off just to get by. Also, uh, the legal dispute between the families of Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry families are now over. The two sides announced yesterday they've settled the civil lawsuit. The Petito family called it a long day of mediation in Sarasota County. The Petitos say they want to close this chapter of their lives and move forward. The Laundry family says the uh, terms of the resolution are confidential, but they are also looking forward to putting the matter behind them. It's 835 at News Radio 923, and Jake has a look at our traffic on the fives. Well, if you're on I 110 southbound this morning, the Chase Street exit, that's exit 1B Civic Center, the ramp right behind the Bay Center. We have the left lane blocked right now from an earlier accident. Crews are on the scene clearing that up right now. You'll have to get in the right lane to get through there. Also, 98 westbound getting through Tiger Point, a little bit slow this morning, but not bad. Uh, also, 98 westbound getting through Gulf Breeze proper. We have a lane closure westbound there, and the school zone getting by Gulf Breeze High School. Uh, so getting to the bridge, coming from Tiger Point might be a little bit slow this morning, but otherwise around town, we're looking great. Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace is clear, and I don't see any accidents on Highway 29 South through Cantonment. This traffic report is brought to you by Fresh from Florida. Meal planning is work, so let Fresh from Florida help. Learn what's in season and browse hundreds of recipes at freshfromflorida.com. Eat healthier with Fresh from Florida. There's sunshine in every bite. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Thank you very much, Jake. Now our Channel 3 weather forecast. We will have a mostly sunny sky day today with temperatures warming up near 71 degrees. Overnight tonight, staying quite mild with lows near 61 degrees. For Friday, small chance of some stray showers in the morning. They clear out pretty quickly and then we'll have a beautiful afternoon with a high near 72. Friday night, temperatures dropping near 46. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you very much, Brooke. It's 64 degrees in Pensacola, 62 now in Gulf Breeze and 56 in Milton. Your money now. The markets are opening up today. The Dow is up 232.95 at 38.845.19. S&P 500 up 60.51 at 50.42.31. The Nasdaq is up 306.66 this morning at 15.887.53. Your 10-year bond rate hasn't changed. It's still at 4.32%. Gold price is up $1.10 at 2035.40 and silver price is up 2 cents at 22.89. Uh, as for Bitcoin, it's up a couple hundred as well, up 221.22 at 51.224.25. Boeing now replacing the head of its 737 MAX program. The company announced Wednesday that Ed Clark would be leaving. He's been there for about two decades now. The 737-9 MAX has been under a lot of scrutiny ever since that door, pl- door plug blowout incident on an Alaska Airlines flight 
last month. Well, health care costs rank high among U.S. adults' financial concerns. That, according to a recent KFF poll, which found that unexpected medical bills and the cost of health services seem to top the list of expenses that adults worry about being able to afford. And phone users all across the country, and we have received reports that here locally as well, are reporting problems with AT&T. Down detector showing a big spike in AT&T cellular service outages over the last hour, with 33,000 people reporting a lack of service. It's 8.38, our next news at 9 o'clock, and breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne for News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. For a short month, February sure has a lot going on. The big game, Mardi Gras, Valentine's, and President's Day, to name a few. So, what else can we celebrate? How about a very low interest rate and $500 cash when you finance a 2024 Volkswagen at Feedmore Imports? That's right. Feedmore Imports now offers 1.9% financing for 48 months on all 2024 Tiguan and Taos models, plus $500 customer cash. The 2024 Tiguan S from 29101 and financing for 1.9% at 48 months. The 2024 Taos S from 24991 and 1.9% financing at 48 months. Plus the 2024 Volkswagen Jetta S now from 22481 with available financing of 1.9 at 48 months. These deals won't last long, so hurry to feed more imports. They're not in Car City, but at 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. Special APR rates and bonus cash for qualifying credit. UCI must take retail delivery by March 4th, 2024. See dealer for details. Let's be honest, nobody likes taxes, but they are necessary to maintain roads, support schools, and fund public services. Wouldn't it be great if someone else paid our taxes? In Escambia County, they do. Our beautiful community draws millions of visitors who spend over a billion dollars each year. The taxes they pay help lower the tax burden for locals. Tourism works for all residents and businesses in Escambia County. This message brought to you by Visit Pensacola. News Radio Pensacola. Your home for informative, local, and dependable news and talk. Start your mornings off with the award-winning Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. Followed by the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jake. Then get informed and laugh from 11 till 2 with Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. Followed by the Guy Benson Show. Your afternoon drive is anchored by Pensacola Right Now with Joe and Austin. Followed by Dave Ramsey. It's News Radio Pensacola. Heard on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. That's a little different from the frivolous topic in, uh, intro that you're used to at this time of day. But And you might be wondering, well, what is that music? That sounds familiar. What is it? That is the theme music from The Offer, a mini-series of eight episodes that is available on Paramount+. Plus. Featuring our in-studio guest today, Lou Ferrigno, who you may also know as um, he did a little show in the 70s called The Hulk and uh, The Incredible Hulk. And he was, of course, that and many, many, many. I mean, the list of things that he has been in is uh, more than 70 different appearances. But uh, he joins us now in studio because he's in town for Pensacon. Lou, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. Thank you. I'm very excited, especially, uh, you know, I see an improvement here. But the last time I was here for two years ago, they had the hurricane situation. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would have been just post-Sally, right? Pretty messy, yeah. 
Oh, man. Well, good to have you. Thank you for Thank joining you. us today. You were over at our sister station, Cat Country, talking on the radio. We're your first stop of the day, so thank you for coming out early. I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. Great. So you've had a couple of things going. First of all, I just want to say the offer, um, big success on that, and you're now working on a new thing called The Hermit that just finished. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, I have three or four more days of shooting because okay. of the actor strike, everything was kind of put on hold. Oh, how, but, how did that affect you, the, the writer's strike? Well, you got the writers, the actors. We're talking about 130 days of no and, and work. Wow. Because everything's shut down because uh, it, it kind of has to do with the streaming. But basically, that glad it's over because now that we are spinning again because it takes a month or two to recuperate from right. the strike. So do you feel like the end deal that got done is going to be an improvement to protect things? Like, I mean, you'd be a great example of somebody who somebody might see you and take your image, your voice, capture it use AI to generate it. Um, do you feel like your industry is doing enough to protect your rights and your interest against that kind of thing? Yeah, because if you go back in the 50s, like the original Superman series, like, for example, uh, the show like Lassie, those actors never received uh, residual. Mm -hmm. but then it changed in the 70s. So it's the same thing now because every time you have network TV streaming and then you have a studio involved and everything, but with the actor and the writers to, to start to get the, you know, the residual. So it did make the, the negotiations did make a difference from your point of view in protecting I, I some of those so. interests. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's taken so long to come, come to an agreement. How, how, what's been the effect in the industry of that lag of that, like you said, that long time when people were out of work? Obviously, people suffered going through that, but then that means that the kind of the pipeline of new material is backed up for quite some time before we can get back into well, the swing of it. Well, it affects all the talk shows and everything because yeah. the writers write jokes for the show, especially for movies. So. It's been tough. Is it back to normal yet? Almost, I would say, because I talked to my manager when she said the wheel was spinning again because it's been like a couple months recuperating. Well, and then before that, COVID, right? Which while you were filming the um, the offer, you had lots of impact. Well, I had that. to be tested every morning on the set for COVID, like 5 a.m., because if, you, if you're positive, you can't, you can't film. Wow. So everybody on the set wearing a mask. Then we come to do the scene, the actor removed the mask. It's kind of weird because the fact that you want to interact with everybody, and also at the same time, we couldn't have visitors on the set. Hmm. That was a very uh, close set. So one I morning, one morning they tested me twice positive. I said, "Listen, it's five in the morning now. It's five twenty. <laughs> I said, "One more time, you got to." So the nurse comes in, tests me again at five thirty. I tested negative. No but, way. But but to have a Q-tip up your nostril would be almost touching your brain five in the morning. It's not fun. <laughs> And, and and regardless of that, having to wear the mask around is inconvenient, especially as actors. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like you're, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, your industry is built on sort of the aura or the air or the just that general sense of you're in the mood and the character and you got to continually inter be interfered with by the thing. I can't imagine that was easy. It was hard, very hard. So you, one of the things that you're doing, like after you get done here, you're going over to uh, NAS Pensacola and you're going to talk to some kids, right? Which is like a sure. passion of yours. Yeah. To, oh, yeah. What, what kinds of stuff do you share with them? Uh, motivate them because when I was young, I had to overcome adversity. I was bullied as a kid because of the hearing and speech situation. They called me deaf mute, deaf Louie. So basically, that's why I'm happy about the con because as a kid, I would love to have a con to attend myself. It gives a lot of hope because everybody has a superhero connection in mm -hmm. ourselves. And we connect that. We go through different, uh, like especially at Pentacon, mm -hmm. you see the favorite celebrities to make that connection. People that you follow for many years, you get to see them in person. So it's very exhilarating. And, and even the premise of most of your superhero concepts, a lot of times it's the, you know, their their second identity is sort of weak or unimposing, and but they can be the superhero. And it, 
I, you know, I mean, I was a big comic book reader as a kid. I wasn't a particularly big, strong kid. And it gives you that kind of sense of vicarious power to identify with these people. And it makes them think that they can do anything and stand for justice and help people, right? Well, it's amazing because when I was a kid, I had to be comic book to escape the pain uh, from my imagination. But it's funny that I got involved in bodybuilding. But when I did the Hulk pilot, at the time, Spider-Man and Captain America failed at the TV series. Yeah. I had no idea that that show would be 50 years later open all the doors for the superheroes, and now we have uh, Comic-Con, like Pentacon. It's amazing because before you have comic convention, but now this show here is like it's a pop culture, like family comes with kids. The old days you have a comic book convention, but now everybody knows about comic book convention, which is great because it, it's nothing to do with the blood, sex, or violence. It's very exhilarating. It's very positive. When, when in your life, because um, you, I mean, as you said, you were teased and bullied as a kid because of your speech impediment, hearing loss right. related speech impediment. Um, and then you went into bodybuilding, which right. you were tremendously successful. And then, of course, you went into acting and a lot of things since then. Was there a point in all of that where you felt like you had turned, where it had gone from being frustration and this? I mean, bad feelings to being where this is really working. I'm really arriving. I'm really succeeding. Things are going to be good for me. Well, I'm very driven. I have dreams. And I can't, get, they knock me down and get up again because I can't take no for an answer. That's why a big achievement for me was two years ago when I received a cochlear implant. I mean, especially because I have a profound hearing loss. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it affected my speech, affected my uh, listening to people. So the nice thing is the fact that it gives a lot of hope to people, especially when people get older, they lose their hearing, they isolate themselves, they get angry. But the nice thing about the coca implant, once you have a coca implant, you never lose any more of that hearing until you pass on. So I like I like changes. I like the risk. I like challenges. It's, it's exciting for me because you only live once, <laughs> and you have to follow your dreams. Because if you don't take action for yourself, nobody's going to give you the action. You have done so many things like that. We're going to come back to Lou Frigno here in just a second. Let's get a quick traffic on the fives from Jake. Oh, don't go to me for traffic now. Everybody's cool out there. There's no accidents or, or slowdowns to report. Let's get back to this. <laughs> All right, fair Walker enough. Walker with the traffic on fives. You, you are, uh, let me see, you're deputized as a law enforcement officer in uh, L.A. and also in uh, one other jurisdiction, but you've also here when you came last year. You you have multiple deputizations, no, no, I, right? I'm a certified deputy in L.A. and San Jose Obispo. When you get deputized other states, it's honorary, but I have police powers in California. I've been honorary deputized in 25 different states. Mm. And one of these states over here is great because the fact that I like to do the meet and greet and give back, then because a lot of officers, they put their life at risk. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people get a bad impression about police officers. They don't know what it's like to put the uniform on knowing that you're putting your life at risk to protect life and property. And last time you were here, I think two years ago, you were uh, honorary deputization yeah, uh -huh. here by Escambia County Sheriff Chip Simmons. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. So, Okay, have, have, I mean, I'm probably not the first to ask, but have, have you ever actually gone out and been involved in a law enforcement activity or pulled people over? I do a lot of rescue, search and rescue. I teach a weapon shooting on my marksman myself. Oh, okay. Yeah, the young cadets, uh, search and rescue. Uh, I, I basically do a lot of different things, especially promoting the sheriff's department, promoting the police department. What a great liaison, too, because when you're talking to the kids, you can give them not just the dreams and aspirational hope of who you are, but you can talk to them about law enforcement. I mean, all of the things, right? I basically talk to kids about maximizing your own passion. Everyone is different. Everybody has a passion. You see, once you have passion in life, it makes you unstoppable because there's no passion. You have no desire for life. Was there, I don't know, was there ever a thing you came up with? Because you said you'll never take no for an answer, never quit. Was there ever something that you wanted to do that maybe you didn't? 
To learn how to swim, I can't swim. <laughs> I, okay. I, I never learned how to swim. Did you Did you ever try? Yeah, but I, I wouldn't know how to swim because when I was young, I didn't want to take swimming lessons. I wanted to take gymnastics, work out with waist and everything. You know, when you're very young, you learn how to swim. Yeah. I mean, I could do the dog paddle, stuff like that, but I've always been afraid to do the record of swimming, afraid of drowning and swallowing the water. Yeah. To me, but you know, it's funny, everybody has fears in life. That's, that's one thing I'm going to keep working on. So you're gonna. So when we have you, you know, whenever you're here, two or three years again from now, when you come back, you're gonna be able to swim better. I think so. Okay, <laughs> that'll be fantastic. As long as I would drown before. Well, you know, one one last thing before we let you go is, um, uh, obviously, you know, you're in the International Sports Hall of Fame. You've done Celebrity Apprentice. You were actually in the Trump administration. You worked on the uh, the Presidential Council on Fitness mm-hmm. and Sports and Nutrition. Um, outside of acting, outside of health and fitness, the two things that we know you the most for. What do you do? I mean, you're a family man and all of that, but what what do you do that brings you joy outside of those main endeavors? Enjoying people every day, look for the best in people, enjoying life to its fullest because the past is gone. I want to enjoy every minute of the life. Like, for example, I don't like to waste time. I don't like to sit around. You cannot buy time. Mm-hmm. You can't. So you have to maximize that time you have. Well, uh, Lou, it's always a pleasure. Every time I talk to you, I just... Uh, Thank you. you I, am, I know I'm not the only one. I always get a, get a smile. I always just get a smile when I'm talking to you because you're such a sweetheart. You're so gentle, kind. It's like exactly not what anybody who knows you only as the Hulk would ever think. Right. But anybody who does know you or, you know, like when you shake your hand, you're like, well, that is an incredibly powerful hand with incredibly soft Thank you. hands. It's the same. It's like, oh, my God, he could crush my hand, but it's like the nicest thing ever. Oh, he just, you know. So, uh, Lou, thank, thank you for being you. Uh, thank you for the entertainment product that you've made for us for all these years. And thanks for coming to Pensacola. My pleasure. Anytime. Thank you. Uh, 851 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Hey, this is Dr. Ben McMillan. I do a show on the Pensacola Expert Panel. We talk about your health problems. Let me educate you about the Activator Method of Adjusting, which offers a safe and effective alternative to traditional manual adjustments. So whether you've been hurt in a car accident or been suffering from back or neck pain, chiropractic care could be your solution and not just a temporary fix. Join me tomorrow on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. My name is Tasca, and I started working here 20 years ago. I'm Diana, and it's been 12 years for me. Hi, I'm Norma, and 20 years is my number. I'm Sandy, and it's been nine years for me. And I'm Jeff, and I'm the general sales manager, and I'm inviting you to join our sales team here at News Radio 92.3. If you have sales experience, I desire for a career that is fun, exciting, while working with local and regional businesses and with an uncapped income, we would like to hear from you. Send your resume to hr at newsradio1620.com. ADX Communication is an equal opportunity employer. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. Get news at the top and bottom of every hour with WEAR-TV, our local news team, and Fox News on News Radio Pensacola. Oh, Andy, why did you let Mr. Carlson do this? Because it's Mr. Carlson's station. This man must be stopped before he promotes again. <laughs>
will tell you that the overwhelming reaction that I get from people uh, on text or from the people who meet him is the same. Just, man, what a cool guy. You know, and genuinely a sweet man, a kind man, obviously uh, very intelligent. And, you know, it's, I don't know, your whole life you get judged because of the way you sound. And if you can't hear, you can't speak. And if you can't speak, people will judge you on the on that basis. And it, it's so hard sometimes to put aside your, you know, you build up these structures for how you evaluate people, you know, if they don't dress right or if they don't, uh, you know, speak with the right accent or whatever. And it, sometimes it's just it's just really hard to undo some of those prejudices and biases. And they will keep you from seeing some of the most amazing people in the world. Uh, it, that's the that's second or third time that I've inter- interviewed Lou Ferrigno. And it's just, you know, always, always an amazing experience. 854 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. What else do we have going on? Um, oh, this was, I thought this was kind of a, a, a fascinating, not surprising, not even a little bit surprising, but a fascinating thing that came out the other day. Headline reads, the happiest people tend to be married. Happiest people tend to be married. Now, if you know anything about sociology, you know anything about just <laughs> generally psychology, this is no surprise at all. Of course, the funny thing is that a lot of people have a picture of marriage and marital satisfaction largely derived from TV. And what do you see on TV? You know, you see on TV people are unhappy, bickering, complaining, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, but here's what happens when you actually talk to people is married men and women rank their happiness a full 20 percentage points higher than people of the same age and same sex who have never gotten married. Oh, and by the way, the the evidence on longevity is ridiculous. I'm going to go from memory here, but it's for women, they live an extra couple of years. It's like three to five years, something like that, by being married. Men who get married, you live an extra like 20 years. It's amazing, the health and psychological benefits of being married. And, you know, I know for some people, like, well, I'm trying really hard to find one. Okay, I I get that. But um, some of the takeaways from the study, uh, you know, Adults that were married were 17 points ahead in happiness um, than people who never married in uh, 2023, 12 points ahead in 2009, meaning even farther, like we're even doing better. Um, And I think part of that is because people, uh, you know, uh, now far fewer are getting married. People are delaying and they're avoiding marriage, just living together, cohabiting, that kind of thing. And it doesn't work the same. It's that unconditional commitment that makes a big difference. Happiness typically uh, links strongly with higher education, usually, but... Findings show that married adults with a high school degree rate their happiness higher than unmarried adults with a graduate degree. Right? Um, so what is the reason why? Well, there's all kinds of reasons. It's And you think, well, you know, married people have to accommodate others. Yeah, and that produces a kind of happiness. And married people have to uh, defer their own interests, which is good not to be so selfish. Uh, and married people have to endure things, which is also good because it, again, teaches you how to handle life a little bit better. Married people have somebody else that they can ask and check on and have a resource and keep you from doing stupid stuff. I don't know how many times I have been ready to do the wrong thing. And my wife's like, are you sure? (laughs) Okay. So that second brain, you know, people who live just by themselves don't have that benefit. You know, yes, they get to set their own schedule and do their own thing, but there's a profound loneliness that carries with that. So, you know, that's not surprising at all for anybody who understands, uh, like I said, the social science history, the psychology history, or in this case, the study of happiness history. So beware what they tell you on TV about the miserable marriages that are out there because, um, hmm, hmm. 
There's the miserable singleness that's out there too, right? 857 on News Radio 923. Jake's got our last traffic check. Jake. All right. We're looking pretty good on our roadways this morning. I 110 southbound. We did have that accident from earlier at the Chase Street exit. Exit uh, 1B, Civic Center, the ramp behind the base center. You so want me to play it, don't you? Uh, I just, yeah, I'm just, I'm verklempt. Cough. All right. (laughs) Cruiser on the scene. That's the uh, ramp right behind the base center. Left lane is blocked there. 98 westbound getting through Tiger Point might be a little slow this morning getting by Gulf Breeze High School. We have a lane closure by the Chick-fil-A. Other than that, we're looking great. We just we just interviewed Lou Ferrigno, man. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know what to even Nothing do. Nothing else to say. <laughs> Nothing else to say. Mic drop, I'm done. Uh, I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Oh, speaking of shows from that era, I saw this story the other day. I thought it was particularly interesting that I had never thought about it this way, but as soon as I say it, you're going to realize it. Okay? You ready? Um, the Love Boat was a massive advertisement for the cruise industry and tremendously invigorated that industry. Back in 1970, before the show, 500,000 people went on a cruise holiday in a year. Last year, or sorry, the most, uh, by 1997, 25, 27 years later, 5 million. Because what had been something that only a few people really did became something that everybody wanted to do because it showed you the glamorous, exciting, you know, romantic, the drama, the fun of it all, right? And it made it elegant and amazing. And I had never thought of it. I don't know that they intended it that way, but it turned out to be, God, a fantastic ad for the cruise industry because you had 50 million people watching. All of a sudden, they want to go on a cruise, right? Uh, by the way, the, um, uh, the ships... That were the original ones are apparently now retired, so it's a little bit sad. But, you know, we have more modern ones that are even better. All right, 859, a, uh, a quick uh, future news. DeSantis, Tim Scott, Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, Christy Noam, or Byron Donalds. Who's going to be the vice president? Uh, Vivek. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.